Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. It's time for a beautiful November Monday episode. Right? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's November. I can't believe that we've already had daylight savings time. It's just, where is the rest of 2020 going? It's just like flying by. Y'all, Caitlin totally missed daylight savings time. Like she texted me this morning and she was like, is it tonight or is it tomorrow? And I was like, girl, it already happened. You missed that. I thought, okay, so here's what I thought. I forgot that it is like in the middle of the night on November 1st. I thought it was tonight, like the night of November 1st that it was happening. And I was like, why do I feel like I'm just out of sorts? Why is it light at six in the morning? Like what is happening? Yeah, it's very weird. I know. So, okay, everybody, just so that, you know, we can get this out of the way. Over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. And today is so exciting. Oh my gosh. I am just are ready to like jump out of our skin right now. I think yes, so I'm just beside myself. So today's guest is one that I have always dreamed of having on this show. Same. Yeah. And I just, I love everything about her. She feels like just a friend that I'm DMing. Not like, I mean, she's a big deal in the community. Don't get me wrong. But like, whenever I talk to her, she's just so down to earth. Just, I just love her. I just love everything about her. Yes. And I, I don't know if she and I have ever So when I DM'd her this morning to talk about details for the show, Mm -hmm. we had had some DM history, Mm -hmm. but I didn't go back and like, look, so I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if me and this person have ever really talked or I don't know, but she has always been so inspiring to me. And I just think that she is such a talent in this community and she just epitomizes boss babe Yeah. because we are still in our boss babe series with Mm -hmm. talking to all these awesome boss babes in the community who are out here doing it for themselves. That's right. And if you look at her Instagram, it is just so gorgeous. Like it's total goals. Like just, she is so great at taking a picture. It's just, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, Today's guest is Allie from According to Allie, and I know that Caitlin feels the same way that I do, but we just could not be more excited. Welcome, Allie, to Spice Chaos. Yay! Hi, Allie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm all all flush with all those compliments. (laughs) Well, we love you. We just, we've been excited. I've been, like, nervous and excited all week about this, and... (laughs) You know, oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm really excited too. <laughs> yeah, I just I think that you are so awesome, and I have been. I, I feel like I can still remember the day that you followed me back. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, you <laughs> like, got! I like got that feeling in my stomach. You know, like when you go on the downhill slope of a roller coaster. I was like, Oh my gosh, a fangirl moment. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. I was like. Ooh, yeah, no, that was so exciting. So, oh, um, so yeah, so we, we love you here. And it's just, you are one of those people in the community that I always felt like we've got to get her on the show. There's got to mm. be a time when we are doing episodes where it will be perfect for Allie. And here we are because you are definitely a boss babe. And I'm sure that you call yourself that like all the time, right? <laughs> yes, especially when I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag boss like, babe. I feel like, on, yeah, all of us. Babe, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, calling yourself a boss is better than calling yourself other B words that you could oh, say. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so, um, 
So yeah, so Allie, why don't you take a few minutes and just introduce yourself to our listeners like they don't know who you are. Um, you know, everybody knows you, but you know, just tell everybody kind of where they can find you on the web, what all the things that you do, like push all of your things. This is when oh. you get to like do oh, all nice. the bell ringing and horn tooting and all the things. Um, Ooh, yay. And okay. then, <laughs> then after that, see, there's more to the assignment after yeah. that. <laughs> I want for you to tell us a little bit about who you are personally too. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm Allie, according to Allie on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of the places. Um, you can find me with my planning stuff on Instagram and I do the plan with me's, you know, those on YouTube and then I also have an Etsy shop called According to Ally as well, where I have um, hand-lettered uh, custom merchandise, uh, stickers, uh, apparel, all kinds of stuff you can check out, seasonal things, planner things. Um, then I also have a Patreon that I is my baby that I'm just in love with lately. Um, that's where I give some extra fun stuff, extra access to Allie. And I make uh, monthly kits where you can get printables, stickers, and all that kind of stuff for uh, different tiers of the Patreon. Um, and yeah, I guess that's, is that it? Facebook group? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so those are all the things that you're doing out there on the webs in the planner community. So who are you like, in your everyday life outside of the planner world? Okay. In my everyday life, I am a mom of three, a stay-at-home mompreneur. That's what I call myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With uh, three kids and a hubby. And I live in the L.A. area, and I'm just trying to stay busy with the kids, especially in quarantine right now. Um, and trying to keep a little bit of me alive you know what it's like as a mom <laughs> stay stay at home mom especially where you lose yourself in momdom and that's really where a lot of my creativity and entrepreneurship and stuff comes from is that I am grasping sometimes by my fingernails <laughs> at being Allie and staying uh, interested in things that I really want um, and maintaining a business that is me so that, you know, someday in the distant future when my kids are gone and everything, I still have something that is mine. Yes, I totally relate to that. I am a work from home mom, which is very similar, I think, to a stay at home mom. Um, and I totally understand like getting lost in that, especially during quarantine when they're just here all the time and they have all of access to mom and my husband is home with me most of the time too, but they still are just like, mom, can you make my lunch? I'm like, your dad is right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. It's like, seriously, like uh, my husband will be in the kitchen and they will come to me in the bedroom and ask me for a snack. That's right. I'm like, are you kidding? (laughs) Right. Or just a hug. I'm like, your dad is also a really good hugger. Trust me. That's why I married him. (laughs) Go ahead and get a hug from him. (laughs) You know, and I think I really, I like what you said about like, you know, some of your entrepreneurial, you know, I can, I can make words, entrepreneurial (laughs) spirit and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, that, 
that that comes from like wanting to have something that is still yours, you know, like even when they're grown up and that kind of thing. And I think that there's a lot of us in the planner community that when we started our journeys, like on Instagram and in social media and everything, it was kind of like, this is a place for me that I can do something that's just for me. That's not about like my family. It's not about my husband. It's not about anybody but me. And um, yeah, I think that that's exactly. one of the reasons why the community is so awesome is because we are all kind of like, you know, finding a little place in the world for ourselves where we can really be our, you know, our true selves. And um, while right. at the same time, keeping up with all the things that all those people have going on, because that's what planning is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you know, it's useless to us if it doesn't stay functional in some way. So we're still, you know, using our planners to make sure that our kids and our husbands and everybody get where they need to go. But, um, you know, it's but it still remains about us more than anybody else. And I think that that's what I love about it so much. So I love that. I mean, we, we've been asking this question since March. Had we asked you this in like maybe April, your answer might have sounded different than it does now. But what is it? What what did life look like for you when everybody kind of went home and didn't leave for a while? Um, it, uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was um, <laughs> it was rough. I mean, with the. <laughs> The three kids, you know, you know, I'm trying to say it nicely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear that. It's like, I don't know. I mean, when, before I had kids, I never saw myself as a stay-at-home mom to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's an adjustment. And then um, adjusting to that was interesting. And then all of a sudden, hey, they're going to be home all the time. And you're like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Um, So, and then my middle child has, uh, is special ed and has, uh, he has ADHD and dyslexia. Mm -hmm. And so he has special needs. And so that's all fun to juggle. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But when they all came home, it was really interesting. It was hard. Uh, getting on a schedule, uh, we still aren't. I mean, we have to kind of fly by the seat of our pants with him because that's what he needs and that's how he um, thrives. A schedule is hard for him. Um, And then with my youngest, he would be in pre-K, but I'm like, I'm not paying pre-K prices (laughs) in L.A., for <laughs> quarantine for virtual preschool. yeah That's no so <laughs> so we're doing homeschooling here for him so we're doing that also um my oldest luckily she's in middle school now so she's got her own thing you know she can pretty much handle it herself but um we're still pretty much home um we don't go out very much. I mean, we're one of those families who just stays because um, my husband, he works, he was been essential and worked the whole time. And uh, so we're just used to him being Jeremy and coming home and washing up and then yeah. we stay home and my dad is, uh, um, he's high risk and stuff. So we've always stayed home. And so we ended up with a quarantine puppy. Um, nice. Oh, yay. 
Good for oh, yeah. you. That's I, that's happy for you. Of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, I guess, have ended up with dogs right now, especially with fostering or whatever. But we rescued a puppy, and I just felt like it's the thing that was missing in our house with responsibility for the kids and um, with Luke with his anxiety and ADHD and everything. And he is just the perfect little addition. So it could have been a mess. It could have been a nightmare, but we were really lucky and he's a really good puppy. Um, So we're still pretty much staying in with our puppy and driving each other crazy. Yeah, I totally relate to that. And I have, um, so your oldest and my youngest are similar in ages. So I have a seventh grader and then this would have been Harrison's last year in preschool. Um, Uh So I totally get that. And we, we actually got quarantine ducks so that they would have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do find it interesting people that are adding animals to their family at this time. But I mean, when you're at home, you have all the time in the world to do the training and to do the, you know, Yeah. it's the best time yeah. to train a puppy. It really is. So how old is your puppy now? Uh, he's four months. His name is Walker. Oh. He's a mutt. We don't really know what he is. He, Him and his seven siblings were uh, abandoned on the side of the road. Oh, and maybe. They were found and rescued and we met him and we fell in love and brought him home within two days nice (laughs) that's so awesome that is so sweet I love it yes I love that so much well I'm glad that he's brought some joy into your quarantine because that's that's definitely definitely what we all need right now because I know that Caitlin and I have said many many times that our own children are like climbing the walls to get out of here yeah, well, and I'm yeah. not as nice as, as you, Allie. I've been describing it as like the worst version of Groundhog's Day ever um, because we've gotten into this pattern where they they just wake up and then they fight like for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Just stay in separate corners. That's what I say every time it's time to make dinner again. Yeah. I'm like, seriously? Again? Right. Already? <laughs> they just started ever. fighting. When's exactly. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And the snacks, like dinner, I am fine with because I'm used to cooking dinner every night, but like, it's just the, during the day, I'm like, you're ready to eat again. Like you just ate like five minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had to set food timers. I was like, okay, so you get like a morning meal at this time. You get one (laughs) snack and then you get lunch and then you get dinner and that's it. Because I know that's pretty much all you get at school anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You're like at school, you couldn't go to the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel like that my children are forever eating in front of their Zoom meetings. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. My, my, both, both of my children, like, they're they're constantly snacking in front of their Zoom meetings. And I, I've been on some of these like teacher advocacy pages mm-hmm. and there are like on Facebook and there are a lot of teachers that fuss at kids when they eat during the Zoom meeting. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's that. I mean, I understand if it was in a brick and mortar classroom. I didn't really like kids eating in my classroom, per se, because it got messy and, you know, then bugs and all of that. But on the Zoom meeting, like, just let the kids live. Just, just let them be. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it isn't, so weird. Isn't that an interesting line, though, to cross? Like, to tell a kid what they can and can't do in their own home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> their parents are there. Yeah, I mean, we had some kids show some questionable things on Zoom meetings, too. Like, we had some kids show, like, a fake weapon on Zoom meetings and, like, oh my other... Goodness. Yeah, so there's been some things that, like, 
would definitely not be school appropriate that are happening in student homes. Um, so yeah, but I mean, there is that, there's that difference, you know, about being at home, but still keeping it classroom appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I heard, um, one of Hannah's teachers mention her gum oh, that's the other weird. day because she had gum in her mouth. And I, I really, I don't listen over their shoulders too much to hear what their yeah. teachers are saying to them. Cause I'm really not trying to be snooping on things, mm-hmm. but I heard her say something about Hannah's gum and Hannah said, okay, I'll spit it out. And I wanted to be like, excuse me, if my child needs to have some gum. <laughs> yeah, she can have some gum. Then she can have some gum. But when I asked Hannah about it later, Hannah said, well, she told me that I needed to either keep it in my mouth or spit it out. Yeah, so she's like Uh-oh. playing with it. <laughs> so she was playing with the gum. She wasn't like just chewing the gum regular. She was playing with it. So yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like a thinking strategy. It was like a distraction. No, it was distracting to everybody in the Zoom for Hannah to be like, you know, pulling the gum out real far and like looking at it and like playing Doing, with like, it in her fingers. Art with it. Yeah, she. So and I've seen how my children chew gum, so I know exactly what this teacher was talking about. So I had that like mama bear moment where I was like what did you say to my child and then later I like sat down and realized like, that I was like, no it's fine like, like <laughs> that's your job that's your job to reprimand my child and I need to just settle down and yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah it has it has been very interesting to be um working from home while my children were in school and to be kind of like sitting next to them um, while they've been doing that stuff has been has been quite the journey. Um, the world is basically upside down. I mean, if we're honest. Yeah. And right now I, we added daylight savings time into the mix. And I have no idea where or when I am. Actually. No, Caitlin has. I can't believe that Caitlin is even here. Like, I, know. I mean, Caitlin is texting me this morning and it's like six something her time. And I'm like, what are you doing up? Like, what is wrong with you? And she was like, is it daylight savings time tomorrow? <laughs> but it actually happened last night because it was getting light and our ducks they get up around like seven or so usually but it was like six and they were already starting to make noise and I was like what is happening right now <laughs> like what is going on yeah but to them they thought it was seven they thought it was yeah, normal they're time on, they're on their schedule so they will be up early from here on out yeah that's good for oh, me because that means I can that that just means I can text I can start texting you earlier every day well I'll get back on my back schedule <laughs> don't worry so, well, they'll, they'll eventually acclimate to it. Here's hoping. But I don't know how long it's going to take you to acclimate to it. That's the question. Is that It'll like, be hey, about a week. It takes me a long time, actually, to acclimate to daylight savings time. I'm in favor of just getting rid of it. Like, I would definitely vote for that if it was on a ballot somewhere. Well, it's weird because I was actually up last night when the time change happened. Oh, yeah. You were clean. So, oh like, you know, I'm bopping around my house. It's 1 o'clock. It's 1.30. It's 1.45. It's almost 2 a.m. And then I look at the clock, and it's 1 a.m. again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 How did I just, like, completely miss an hour? I thought that I, you know, and then I realized <laughs> that the clocks all turned back an hour. And I was like, oh, I get an extra hour because I was cleaning last night in my house. Like, I got, like, a wild hair and cleaned my whole house in the middle of the night on Halloween. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so, um, I, I got myself an extra hour and I was like, all right, I'll take that one o'clock hour back. Thanks universe. I appreciate it. Our farmers or whoever it is that I need to be thanking for daylight savings time. (laughs) 
Um, I would just rather stay on the whole the regular schedule, you know. Well, I don't. I don't know. I. It doesn't. You know what? It doesn't bother me enough for me to like rally. There are people that like sign petitions to get it changed, and I'm just like, I don't have that kind of energy. There's yeah. there's way there's way bigger things for us to be worried about right now than than whether or not we keep daylight savings time. So I, that's probably that will probably not become my um, my platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Allie, why don't you tell us your planner story? Like, when did you when did you get into planners? How long have you been doing this? Um, I first got into it in 2017. In 2016, I talked my husband into buying me a super expensive, fancy planner uh and swore I would use it and of course it went untouched <laughs> all year long um because I hadn't found the community yet and then so in 2017 I was in Michaels for something else and I saw it was halfway through January so planners were on sale and I was like I guess if I'm gonna plan I should get a cheaper one so I don't waste it again so I just snagged a cute happy planner and however I found it, I don't even know how I found Instagram. I But I initially bought one planner and one sticker book, and then I found Instagram, and oh man, the rest was history. <laughs> with all the stickers and everything else that came with it. Um, and then <clears throat> I just fell in love with everything on the community. I met friends and started collecting everything that there was got more planners and you know you all know how that goes yeah yeah we do <laughs> yeah once you've been you down never stop <laughs> no and it's funny because like when you buy that first happy planner I remember when I bought my first happy planner and I picked out like four sticker books and I was really strategic about which ones I picked out and I was like okay this will be enough this will be my planning stuff yeah exactly and uh... <laughs> I used to pick I used to pick the sticker books that had the most stickers like the number on it was the biggest. yeah be yeah, like, yeah. Okay, this one has thousands of stickers <laughs> I should get this one yeah it's more bang for my buck and I yes. had no idea that's all it does it that had a couple of pages of bullets Right. Yes. So, like it was a bunch of dots. So I had yes. no idea. <laughs> well, and then like I remember when I first got started, I didn't understand Etsy. Like right. I didn't understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I understood how to use Etsy, like yeah. to shop there. <laughs> yeah. But like I didn't understand like sticker kits. I was like, okay, so you're telling me that like eighteen ninety five is the price for a one week sticker kit? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, is, is this, is this like, this is for real? And, and now I don't even bat an eyelash at that. I'm just like, mm, right, uh, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. You know, like, I, I don't even, I don't even think about it, but like, I couldn't figure out like, okay, who has a kit that's going to cover me for the whole month? Nobody. You have to buy them all separately. Like, like I had to, I had to figure out that like, and your weeklies don't have to match your monthly. And like, I just, I I just, oh my gosh. The matching was the best. Yes. Like I was like, okay, so I need a theme for the whole month and all the weeks and the monthly are all going to match and everything's going to be the same. And you know, I just, I, those early days were so funny, but, um, and all the washi, I used so much washi tape in the very beginning of my planning so much. 
And now I don't even touch washi tape. Like, it's just not my jam. Oh, I love washi tape. To the washi. But see, like, I just stick, like, a strip of washi tape, like, in the middle of the page and then, like, somewhere else on another side of the page and then, like, just leave it. Like, I I don't, I I just, I'm kind of strategic about, like, where I place, like, one or two strips. I used to, like, washi every single line (laughs) of the vertical (laughs) plant. Or, like, I would make that, like, stacked Fun Friday corner with, like, flags of washi. Yes. Oh, yeah. I feel like everyone had a washi problem at the beginning of <laughs> yes. that planner. Have uh, you seen like the video all, everyone that bought, put out? Everyone thought that seasonal washi box yes. at Michael's was a deal <laughs> and had to get it. And now they it sits there and nobody <laughs> touches it ever. And like washi was such a huge deal at the beginning of everyone's planner life. I don't, I don't know why. Have you seen Heather's flip through of her first planner where she oh, has yeah. washi oh, along all of the borders? Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. But... It. Yeah, yeah. It's really, I'm like, wow, that planner must have been real thick. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, oh my gosh. Um, but sometimes I, I still have that first planner from when I first got started. And we were talking the other day about full boxes That's and right. how I felt like I had to have a full box, like all the way across the middle, like all the way across the bottom, maybe, or like, yes. you know, like every week I would choose a different place for my full boxes, but every day had to have a full box. And like, I thought oh there were all gosh. these, I was such, I was like the opposite. I was such a cheapskate back then and I bare I didn't use hardly any stickers at the beginning like I just posted I just redid a Halloween spread that I did three years ago and I like posted both and man I was skimpy I barely <laughs> put any stickers at all I think getting on squad and having way too much stuff cured me of that right and then I realized hey if I use more then I could buy more I think that epiphany was dangerous. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because, because I, now when I sit down in front of my blank planner, I have no idea what to do because I have too much stuff. Same. You know, and like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like, um, I have no idea like which sticker book to choose. And if I, if I was more active on my Patreon, I could take some of the guesswork out and just let patrons choose my books every week. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. You know, Make because then, because then you don't have to think about it. It's like you know, somebody else chose it, and, and you then, just pick. And then you can blame them when it's yeah. Like it's like, well, you wanted to, you wanted for me to use the one, two, three, four sticker book, and that one has been used up pretty good. So, um, I think that takes some of the inspiration out of it for me, though, because I did like a month of collabs or a summer long, actually, of collabs recently, which were really fun, and I met some really amazing people. But have it like, and I was totally open to whatever they wanted to do. So they essentially chose the sticker books and the kits and stuff that we used. But at the end of it, I was like, I just want to choose what I want to do. So I feel like, I feel like I would get tired of having patrons choose that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, there. There is there is fun, you know, standing over like you know your six hundred sticker books and picking yeah. one, but right. or picking twelve or however many it takes. Some people like I just pick like one or two sticker books and use just those two to make a spread. Right. But Sometimes I have all seen you need people, is color yeah, story. But I have seen people that are like, let me use fifteen, fifteen right. sticker books oh in one spread. I know. So, oh my gosh. 
So I what made you that, what made you day. decide to apply for squad? Like what how, how did all that come about for you? Like when cuz were you were you design team and squad or were you squad first or no, or, just squad. Just squad. Okay. So when you applied, like wh- when did you what was that like for you that process? Uh well, I mean, it was the same for a lot of people. You know, you watch the des- well for me it was the design team. Um, people like Heather and Marielle and stuff and Nita and everybody. And you're just like, wow, look at the amazing stuff they create and they're featured and it's awesome. They're an inspiration and you want to be an inspiration. And then, um, me and my planner bestie, Mandy, planning Mandy, um, Mm -hmm. we got so close so quickly and everything was planning and we wanted to apply together and, so we did, and we were we were so scared, man. We wanted it so badly. Because <laughs> oh. um, it was like the first uh, squad, and it was the first once, because the design team got to do it when from the beginning when it was a little smaller, mm-hmm. and it was the f- first time applying once it had gotten pretty big. Planning and Happy Planner got bigger. Um, so we were nervous and excited, and then we were like, oh, you're going to make it, and I won't. No, you'll make it, and I won't. And, <laughs> and we were scared, but it was basically, we just wanted to be Heather, and be Marielle, and be Nita, and <laughs> Right. do everything they did I mean the free stuff is awesome too but you kind of um wanted to get deeper into this company that you felt like you owed so much to um and because they brought planning into your life they brought this creativity back into your life um organization into your life and you wanted to get deeper into it because it was just became such a huge part of your life. So we were really lucky and me and my planner, Bessie got to be on squad at the same time. Um, and that was just the best. Like, Oh, that best. would be amazing. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't think I love Deanne and I would ever be on squad together because she's in an EC now though. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's, that's true. And, and I, and I dip my toe back in happy planner for just a few minutes and then I always go back. I just, but the heart, I yeah, the heart wants what the heart wants. It really does. And I have tried, you know, I've, I've tried to turn away and I just can't, I just, I just can't, <laughs> I can't quit same. it. I'm the same, but for happy planner, I left happy planner a little bit and I just always go back. I, I'm the I same way. I even ordered an Aaron Condren. I ordered a Daily Duo when that was coming out. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be totally in this. This will be so awesome. And then the minute I opened the box, I was like, but it's not a happy planner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's you've got to Marie Kondo those planners, you know, when you hold them, if they don't don't spark joy, you got to put it back down and try to find something else. (laughs) That's right. So I sold it to someone who would love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really how it is. So what's your planner lineup looking like right now? What all are you using? Um, right now I'm, I have three. I have a classic happy planner vertical. That's like my catch all for the family and home stuff and everything. And then I have a happy planner, uh, teacher classic, which I switch around and make a subject layout. So I put the categories on the left and the dates on the top. So that's all work and social media stuff. And I just love that. It's the best layout for that, I think. And then my 
other planner is a passion planner daily. That's my like creative planner that I get all my creative creativity out. Um, and it's like my daily to do list and stuff. Um, and I love that one too. There, I feel like I finally have planner piece every now and then I add one or, or two more and I just cannot manage more than three, mm-hmm. but right now these three are exactly what I need. <laughs> so do you keep your happy planners in separate books or, or do you keep them frame yeah. and plan together? Uh, separate. Separate. Okay. Yeah. I, I have not. I have not ever been able to manage multiples. Like I have to keep everything together in one, in one book. Um, and I know that, you know, Caitlin like ventures out into like, okay, this year I'm going to have eight planners and I'm going to try this, (laughs) you know, lengthy planner lineup and everything. And I just, I just can't, I need, I need everything to be in one place. I need, I need for my, when I look at my weekly, I need to be able to see on my weekly that my son has a dentist appointment and that I have a staff meeting all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I can't have like a work planner and a home planner because then I'll miss work things or I'll miss home things or like, I just, I have yeah, to be able totally. to see everything like all in the same place. Yeah. So yeah. that that's just kind of how I've, how I've been feeling about it. So um, you use a vertical then for like your family stuff. Um, yeah. And, um, so let's talk about mom life just a little bit. I, three kids, uh, you know, three kids for me, I've always heard that like the third is the deal breaker. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that is like the game changer. Like everything is different. Like you got to get a bigger house. You got to get a bigger car. You got to get, everything has to be different (laughs) because you know, the third, like now you're outnumbered and everything. Um, did you find that it was really different going from two to three? Um, not for us. We got really lucky. We always, I always told Forrest that it was going to be three always because <laughs> I came from three and I just like that odd number. Um, and so <laughs> we had two and they were a handful or whatever. And <laughs> Forrest is like, are you sure you want three? I'm like, Hey, you said, we said three then. <laughs> And I did not enjoy the second one like it was my last. So mm-hmm. yes. I have to have the third. And he's like, okay, yes. well, we got to do that now because I'm not going to do it later. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> so, so we had Dean and we got so lucky. Okay. The first two are like me and Dean is like Forrest. He is the most chill, cool, level-headed, go-with-the-flow kid like ever we were really lucky that he was the third one um and we didn't end up with the ones that were the crazy ones like me last so (laughs) we had the we had the two that were the handful and then we got the easier one last so he kind of just slid right in he also is a bit younger than the other two um Mm -hmm. he's four years younger than the youngest and uh eight years younger than the oldest Mm -hmm. so it's a good gap so that they have always helped. Um, the Avery, my oldest has always been his second mom. I mean, and then Luke, Luke has always taken him under his wing and everything. So we we are lucky with that gap too. Um, I think that made a big difference, but yeah, three is usually a big change, but I think we got lucky with Dean. You sure did. Yeah, I feel like for me, going from one to two was just like 
a lot because one kid I feel like feels like one other person in your house and like one person to take care of but two feels like so much more than two it feels like you're taking care of like 10 extra people and I don't know what yeah because you're not just getting one person uh, added to you guys as a couple yeah getting the dynamic the sibling dynamic yeah the first time and it the was fighting for the first time and and uh, yeah, yeah that's well, ours are eight years apart so like I said they're the similar age gap to your oldest and your youngest and so it was basically uh-huh. like having two only children so our eight-year-old like had all of her school stuff that we had to do and all of that and then we had this like this newborn so it was like trying to balance these like two different worlds almost it was very strange yeah. yeah well mine are two and a half years apart I have two and um you know, I can't, I, I can't say like which, which is better yeah. because like I can look at that like eight year age difference mm-hmm. and I can see that as like a huge positive, mm-hmm. you know, because there's part of me that feels like, okay, so if Daniel had been eight years old and in second grade when Hannah was an infant, that would have been so much easier. But I can also see how that would be difficult too, because yeah. you're trying to deal with like infant stuff <laughs> and remembering all the things totally. that have to do with school It was nice having her at school, like, so I could focus on the baby during the day. That part was nice. So then they each got, like, their own time, if that makes sense. But they still fight. (laughs) I was under the impression that because they were eight years apart, they would never fight. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that. And then now, having a preteen and a toddler, when they're both in these, like, very... I don't, I don't know how to say this kindly, but, like, in these times of, like, growth, but also a lot of attitude... Is but that's oh, been yeah. a real challenge. Opinions <laughs> galore. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's, especially because like you had like a three year old and a and a eleven slash like twelve yeah. year old like preteen like that. Those are two very volatile ages. And my eleven, yeah. well, she's almost thirteen now. Is a Scorpio, and my son who's just turned five is a Virgo. And I don't know if you guys like buy into like your signs or whatever, but. Their personalities fit those descriptions to a T. <laughs> so they both have a lot yeah. of friends and they're very sassy. <laughs> wow. Well, and see, Allie, it's so different what happened with with us, and I think Caitlin can say the same, is that, like, my easy baby was first. Yes. Uh, she was a very easy baby, but the older she's gotten, like I said, she's just very, she's going to be an awesome adult. Like, she's got a lot of leadership skills. And, like, she knows a lot, <laughs> but, like, trying to parent somebody <laughs> who already knows what they want is a, is a bit of a challenge. You have to survive yeah, her right but, now. So yeah, I just have to become an adult. Like, it's like that, like, uh, mechanical bull. You just get up there and you just hold on as long as you yeah. can. <laughs> First easy babies are... Uh misleading they really yes they really they really trick you they 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 are and it's funny because like my oldest so daniel was the easiest baby on the planet like when i was when i was pregnant with my youngest my mom was like well you don't really know what it's like to have an infant because daniel was never really like a real baby i mean like he was just like he was he was like having a dog you had them so close (laughs) <laughs> yes, I know. Like I had Daniel and it was so much fun and it was so awesome that I was like, hell yeah, yeah. let's do this again right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I want, I want 10 of these. These are awesome. Yeah. You know? And then oh. Hannah was born and she was like, 
mad from the first day. <laughs> Hannah is like having three children all in one. Like Hannah yeah. is, and and they're still like that. Daniel yeah. is so easy. He just chills. He got, he does everything for himself. He's almost 10 now and he can, he can do anything. <laughs> like he can get his own snacks. He can get his own drinks. He never asked me for anything. The only time he ever really talks to me is when he wants to tell me about something on his Minecraft game. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, or when he wants to give me a hug, like he's so sweet. And then Hannah is like in my grill all day long. Mommy, can I have some ice water? Mommy, can I have a snack? Mommy, can you, can you tie my shoe? Mommy, can you blah, 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 all day long? It's mommy, mommy, blah, 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 blah. Oh. oh my gosh. Like she, oh my she, God. She really covered, she covered the bases for like, okay, I actually yeah. have four children in one with Hannah. That's right. And that's why you had, and that's why you stopped. Yes, <laughs> I stopped. I did. I'm not having any more. Yes, that's Hannah. same story. Harrison is the same way. The minute he was born. So Delilah had this like sweet, like soft cry that I remember. Like it wasn't even really a cry. And she didn't cry unless she was like hungry or needed a diaper change, which I saw as very valid because she couldn't talk yet. But from the moment Harrison was born, he was scream crying. And that child still today is just the loudest. And he all, and it may be the difference that I nursed him and didn't nurse Delilah, but that boy, I swear if he could climb back into my womb and live there right now, he would. Yeah, he loves his mom. He really does. He's just trying to be all up. He will still reach his hand down my shirt. And I'm like, what are you doing? We don't do this anymore. There's nothing in there. The well has run dry. Um, (laughs) So I'm guessing that you find that your planners make it possible for you to keep up with all the things that your three children are doing. Yes, yes. Uh, Usually with without quarantine, we're a bit busier with uh, the sports on the weekends and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, My oldest plays soccer and my middle plays baseball. And so we usually have that in addition and then whatever school activities also. Um, And so that I'm usually keeping up with. Oh, hello. (laughs) And then uh, usually, but quarantine, you know, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. Like, uh, it's no sports. <laughs> we yeah. in our area there haven't been any at all. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, <laughs> with the Zoom, with the Zoom and everything, um, Luke with his special ed, he has four teachers. Wow. I have to keep track of all of his teachers and what days he has which teacher and how long and when and everything. So that I'm keeping track of that. Like normally I don't have to keep track of any of that. Um, Yeah. When he's at school, you know, he's in class and then the speech teacher comes and gets him and he goes to speech for a half hour and then goes back to class. So I don't have to keep track of any of that. Um, but now I have all these alarms that go off and everything. And I'm like, oh, you need to leave that Zoom and go into this Zoom and do that for a half hour. And then you have a break. And then, uh, yeah, so the planners are definitely still helpful, but for like a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And um, it's it's interesting the way the whole world is adjusting to like the way everything is now, because if you notice happy planner has released like the work from home extension and like, you know, like stuff like that and yeah. that may not be exactly what it's called, but you know, like 
like they're adapting to like everybody's working from home now. So now we need to make, you know, sections for people's planners that, you know, deal with working from home um, uh-huh. or like homeschooling sections or, you know, sections for people that are, you know, helping their kids with their digital learning. Um, like if you look at the Erin Condren website, like there's whole sections on there for like how parents can help kids with their, you know, online schooling. And, you know, because that's yeah. just, that's just what, you know, the way everything is right now. And um, it's changed kind of the way that we use our planners. I thought when my kids went into their online school that I would have like a planner designated for their online school, but it's too complicated. Yeah, like, same. It, yes. it is, yeah. it is honestly, it is too complicated. When I look at what they have going on, I could not write it down in a planner every day. Like I, I couldn't, yeah. I, I can't, it's hard for me to make sense of it. And it's even more difficult for a second grader and a fourth grader to make sense of it. Yes. Well, and I feel like I'm pretty fortunate that Delilah is really my only kid in school. Like Harrison should be in preschool, but we're doing other things with that. But she pretty much has her stuff going on. She knows where she needs to be. Um, I don't understand her Google Classroom, so I'm happy that she does. But she knows all the things she needs to turn in. um, And that's reflected because she's basically got all A's in her classes right now. So I think I would be more on top of it if she didn't have like if, if it wasn't showing that she was doing what she needed to be doing but yeah. I'm just like you know you know what you need to do uh so let's just do it yeah. yeah well we have felt like we were drowning for the first like whole quarter mm-hmm. of the school year and then the report cards came and the report cards look like they always do yeah <laughs> you're like okay well this works <laughs> I was like okay well whatever we're doing is fine so right. um I'm not gonna make any yeah. changes so I I just um, I, I, I really, I, I'm worried that, you know, in 10 years, we're going to see like a deficit in learning. I think we'll see more yeah. of a deficit in like social skills or the social skills will look different. Maybe they will be like over the top huggers or something, but I feel like as far <laughs> as academics go, I feel like all these kids are going to be just fine. Oh, you think, you think they'll catch up? So. Well, I mean, yeah. I mm-hmm. think that most teachers, you know, most of us as teachers are used to, you know, helping students that come into our class, you know, with a deficiency anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's our responsibility to like, you know, help them. I mean, I have, I teach ninth graders and I know that they're not all at a ninth grade reading level, Mm -hmm. but you know, Mm -hmm. it's my job to get them as close to a, you know, ninth grade reading level as possible while we're in class together. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I know that the teachers will, will make accommodations and, and, you know, be, catching up for the next couple of years, these kids that, you know, did online learning during COVID, but, oh, oh my gosh, it's just, it's just such a mess. So, um, I'm guessing that since you live in LA and this is like a sharp turn from education, right. so y'all just <laughs> transitions. Uh, Yay, uh, transition. <laughs> so, um, I'm guessing a hundred percent that you were going to go wild. Oh Yeah. Okay, so how how do you think, like, what do you think? Do you think that it'll still happen in June? Yeah, I'm getting uh, nervous. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, if I was a betting person, I would say no. But okay. That's based on nothing, so don't take my right. word for it. <laughs> well, and I guess we have to that's see true. what happens with the vaccine and stuff, too, because they're starting clinical trials in my area with a COVID vaccine, so... I don't know how widely that's going to be available or how it's, effective that's going to be. It's also because um, California 
can also, you know, it can lighten rules or whatever, but if there's some kind of flare up or something, they can uh, say they can go back to the limiting the size of gatherings. Right. That's what I worry about where they'll say, oh, nothing bigger than 250 people or something yeah. and is that what it is what right now or what do the rules look like right now in california um i i really don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know what the rules <laughs> are here it's, it's like i don't um i don't think there's really rules right now um i think it's kind of uh please don't and people yeah. are generally cooperating mm-hmm. um, I mean you have the people like me who have not left the house and then you have people out there who have not stayed home at all so right. it's a wide range of um, attitudes um, yeah. Orange County where Go Wild is uh, has had flare-ups and has handled it differently than LA County mm-hmm. um, so I don't know well, the biggest deal when it first uh, went down and was canceled was that Disneyland closed. Yeah. Um, as long as yeah. Disneyland was open, I was like, oh, well, it might still happen. It might still happen. Once Disneyland closed, nope, nope. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Dunzo. Um, so well, and that's Disneyland 1,500 was... people or more than that even. I don't even know. Yeah. So that's all I worry about. I mean, we still be in masks and stuff um Mm -hmm. but I don't know I just feel like I haven't seen I mean California is not as bad as some and better than others you know it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of I feel like it's kind of mid-range um as far as the uh uh I don't know how how many cases we have Mm -hmm. um but who knows I mean everything changes and it's so far away still right and still seeing people like still being hesitant to travel people being hesitant to even like celebrate the holidays this year like it's just all like yeah so up in the air right now and some countries some countries are locking down again so Mm -hmm. I just I think I just saw France is locking down yeah so oh really um, yeah so I don't know if um so some people who have tickets um, from other countries won't be able to get here even if mm-hmm. it's still going. So I don't know. Oh wow! I don't know. So, it's such a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> really I know. Is, but it's, because and now to June is like you said, kind of far away. But it is it is starting to feel more tense right now, especially as more people are indoors and like there's in Oregon yeah. anyway. We're not having large events. Like I don't, I don't again, don't know the numbers of like how many people can be together. But like I know that there's like no events happening, no Comic Con, nothing like that is happening here. Yeah. Um, so I, I would doubt that something like go wild if it were happening right this minute. Yeah, like we're gonna be happening. There wasn't um, there's no uh, Dodger parade. There wasn't a Laker parade or anything yeah. like that. So. Um, I'm sure that kind of stuff, yeah, there's that's canceled, but I don't know what the max like amount is, really. Right, I don't know, it's a uh, bummer. I know, oh, I just want to get to go wild so bad. Oh, I just want to go, but I also want to be safe. So, <laughs> I have these two areas. Allie, have you been to go wild? No, no, okay, yeah, we haven't either. This is going to be our first one, so. I considered going yeah, to the one in Vegas. I was nearby. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because I could I could kind of tell that it was moving across the country. Like mm-hmm. each year it was coming west. And so I was like, oh, maybe it'll be here this year. And then it was. And I was like, yay. And then I was totally in denial of it being canceled for the longest time, like I said. And then Disneyland closed. And I was like, no. Right. Oh. I know. Leanne was in denial, too. She's like, I'm still getting on a plane. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just I mean, I went to the Chicago Planner Conference in February right before everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, so, yeah. I mean, I was so lucky that I got to do that because, yeah. I mean, it was literally like that that happened the last weekend of February and I got back to school and we had like one more week of school and then everything was shut down and it was just like crazy. Mm-hmm. And oh, I felt wow. so lucky that I got to make that trip. But um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, when when I was packing to go, I remember I was sitting on my bed and I was talking on the phone to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And I was packing up to go to to Chicago, and she was talking about the coronavirus, and I was like, "Shut up, Caitlin! It's not that big of a deal." <laughs> because Leanne loves to talk about people's ailments and like illnesses. That's like her no, thing to talk about. I don't. Ever. I don't want to hear why you're high risk. I don't want to know about your asthma. I don't want to know about your gluten allergies. Stop telling me these things. Like, quit it. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, "Well, I'm high risk." because I have asthma and I'm like, Caitlin. <laughs> but now you see that my worry was all for all for something, not for not. It was real. It was it very was real. real. I, I don't I cannot, worry. When you were when we were on the phone talking about this coronavirus and you were like, well, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive from yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to drive from Portland to, to, to I'm go not, out. I'm not a plane with all these other people. Yeah. Like, and I was like, hey, we'll just get on the airplane. You're going to be fine. I was like, only one person's going to have the coronavirus. Like, it's and not going to be that big of a deal. And now we know if one person on that plane had coronavirus, then 10 other ones would have it by the time we left. I just, oh my gosh, it's so crazy the way the world has changed since February. And yes. never see me on a plane and for the next like five years, I will be driving. And y'all, I figured yeah. it out, okay? I figured it out. All of the days that like January was super extra long, Yep. January got all her extra days from October because October <laughs> went so fast, <laughs> I turned around and it was over. And I remember it was like, I was in a meeting on the 22nd of October Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the fifth. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and they were talking about like making, we were making this calendar like deep into November. And I was like, that's so far away. It's like October 5th. And then they were like, okay, so on October 23rd. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, what exactly. even is it? Yeah. Like Christmas is tomorrow. I, I really, I know. I just, I cannot believe that we're coming to the end of this. and. Uh, um and that it's going into 2021 that's what i can't believe that this is going to be still a thing when we're in 2021 yeah it's not like the calendar is going to roll over to 2021 and everything's going to poof be gone like a spell right (laughs) yes yeah oh my gosh this has just been it's so wild and you know when we look back on february and, and january and talking about like our word of the year and stuff. Allie, did you have a word of the year? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had one this year, but I remember when it it was changing, like 
that I was looking forward to 2020. Like, oh, 2020, the new year, new goals, new this, new that. Yes. No, nope. <laughs> it was so, it was such a fresh opportunity. It was going to be so amazing. And then like, wah, wah. and we complained about January I would go back and like take that long month of January that felt so long any day over what we're having right now yes to just go back to when (laughs) things were normal yeah back to a simpler time yeah where I didn't have like a mini heart attack every time I got out of my car (gasps) where's my mask oh my gosh I can't (laughs) go in here without my mask do I have it is it in my purse where is it have I washed it recently? Does it have boogers in it? Like what's it? Yes. Oh my gosh, it has so oh much god. lipstick on it. I have got to wash this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk about your small business. Like let's let's talk about I remember way back when you first started cuz was it like the beginning <laughs> the very beginning of your of your shop? was just like you were just doing the custom hand lettering, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, was that kind doing, of how it started? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to get it out there. People always were asking if I could letter something for them and stuff. And so, yeah, it was there were um, pre-made like digital quotes and stuff. And then um, you could have custom words or quotes, um, hand lettered, um, digital not, yeah, I've, not uh, physical at all. I feel like I remember mm-hmm. when you started that because I was like, wow, you could have something in your planner in her handwriting. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it like blew my mind. I was like, that would look so cool. You know, right. like <laughs> because your, your, your lettering is so beautiful and you know, it's like, Thank your lettering you. is yes, your lettering is beautiful. Heather's is beautiful and they look different. Yes. And Alicia, Alicia's is beautiful. Alicia's too. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like everybody's looks different, but they're all so uh-huh. cool, so you know? Pretty. And it, I'm so jealous of all of you the guys that can letter because I have tried and I don't know if it's like a mental block or something. <laughs> Hand lettering is just not <laughs> something that comes easy to me. You well, can do it. I can, can do it. I can hand letter a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just You're in my Leanne. Just in my planner, like with a black pen. Mm-hmm. You, you know, can do it. Come I'm on. not. I'm not going to be out here with like a brush pen. I know. I tried. Maybe that's my mistake. I tried with a brush pen because I was sent some by from a company, and so I was like, I'll just try this and see how it goes. And it's so much harder than it looks. It's all, all about which brush pen you use. Uh, well, and definitely. see, now I don't know because when y'all tell me, because I have been to a class, I've been to a hand lettering class with Heather Kell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like, she's all like, <laughs> you've got to, you've got to put your, you've got to pick your hand up when you're doing it this way. And you got to put your hand down when you're, you know, like, and I, I'm just like, yeah. no, man, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, anything. It's practice, practice, practice. You, yeah, that's it true. Becomes second nature. It's anything you can practice uh enough and you can get better at it and hand lettering is the same i actually got the new happy planner lettering planner yeah um, i got that too because i do try it 21 mm-hmm. yeah and i'm gonna do a youtube series on it next year oh. so oh cool you guys can follow along and you guys I can do it 
Okay, I'm going to follow along with yours. And by the end of 2021, hopefully I will have Yay. something that does like a kindergartner did. Hopefully yes. there will be no COVID and there will be hand lettering. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So to participate in that with you, I need to get that planner. Is that correct? No, you don't have to have the planner. We're just going to, I'm just going to um, show you each uh, week. There'll be seven words and mm-hmm. uh, just, you can watch me letter it and I'll show you the technique and stuff. So you could do it on any paper, but the happy planner lettering planner is a horizontal planner and there's space to write each day. And it also has tips and tricks and stuff. Um, and so mm-hmm. it and is really cool. will tell you how to. I'll also tell you which pen to use and everything. So, and it's horizontal. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. but right now, as a recommendation, a, if I'm getting big. brush pens, which ones do I need to get? Which brush pens do I need to follow okay, along? With you that? get the Pentel, the Pentel brand Food A Touch. Okay. Um, sign pen. And it's a brush pen. Um, you can find them on Amazon or wherever. But it's really great for beginners. Don't get the Tombow fancy ones. Those are too delicate mm-hmm. um, when you push down. Um, the, anything that starts with Fude, F-U-D-E. So the Pentel Fude Touch. And then there's um, a Tombow, I don't know how to say the word. Please forgive me. Fudenosuke. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and it's a smaller that was good. brush. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. Um, but it's a smaller tip, it. and it's a firm. It's a firm tip, so it can take a lot of abuse um, with you trying to find the pressure that you prefer and everything. Okay, so those are good because the ones I get those. The ones I have before, um, they were the Arteza brand, and they're really, like, soft, like you were saying. Yeah. So I think that might sensitive. be the problem. Yeah. yeah. So I have all of the pens that I use in my highlights on my Instagram. So if you, Oh. Uh, that's a good you tip, you guys. Did yes. you hear that? Okay. So if you need to know what pens Allie uses, because you have great, you have great hand lettering challenges. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yes. I really enjoyed doing it. I mean, I started when I started planning and, mm-hmm. and I just started practicing constantly. I mean, you write everything with brush lettering. Forrest got uh, shopping lists with hand lettered <laughs> lists. You letter everything. And I mean, it's just, it becomes kind of like rote memory where your hand is doing the work and you're not even hardly thinking about it anymore. Right. It's not the same as, mm-hmm. it's not the same as cursive. That's a big mistake. No, it's not. It's drawing. It's you, drawing letters. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you draw the letter. Mm-hmm. Um, you draw cursive, the letters. You know, they tell you to keep the pen down. Um, lettering, I could lift the pen three times a letter. Yes, so, you can. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But practice, practice, practice. And I'm telling you, anybody can do it, especially if you find your style. Like you were saying, everyone's looks so different. I could mm-hmm. never, ever letter like Alicia um, because that's just not how my hands work. Right. But man, <laughs> everybody's does look so different. But hers is cool, yeah, though, isn't so it? Hers you, is so cool. Yeah. Hers like, is really neat. Yes. It, like, it hers. Yeah. Hers almost has like, um, uh, Almost like a tagging look to it to me. Yeah, it's like, like edgy. It's, it's like got like an tag. Yes, yeah, it's got like an edgy look to it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you find your style and the way you like it and the way it works for you. Um, 
and you know it you'll be able to do it no problem as well I, I promise I promise yeah well <laughs> I just I think that I, I think that what you that what you do is so beautiful and yes. you know I, I get it practice and if it was something you know if it became a passion then I would learn to do it for sure I do actually really yeah. want to learn how to I feel like it would look so cute in my planner and it's some, yeah. you know, another thing that I could offer along with YouTube and Patreon and stuff. So it is definitely something that I want to learn how to do. But you know what I've yeah. found is that in practicing my hand lettering, not with brush pens, but just mm -hmm. like with my, you know, ink joys or whatever, just with whatever, when I'm just like right. practicing my drawing my letters, um, it has actually improved my regular handwriting too. Oh, that's cool. Cause mm -hmm. I suck at that right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think that my regular handwriting looks much better since I have been so focused on like, you know, my hand lettering. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that my, because I've always felt like that my handwriting was kind of messy. Mm -hmm. You just have more um, control. But you do, you have more control. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but that's what I love about the Erin Condren paper. I love to take an Erin Condren dual tip marker, the like little pointy tip, the mm -hmm. felt tip end and hand letter, like the word groceries into yeah. my Erin Condren planner. Because oh, I, that looks so pretty. Because I, I love the way that paper feels and that pen just works so well on it. And I just, I just, that's, I know that's very specific, <laughs> but, um, you know, like that. Yeah. That's the, I almost never use letter stickers or word stickers um I just write them myself I'd write it yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and sometimes they don't have all of the ones that you want like I am forever looking for no yeah. school stickers <laughs> yes yeah. me too you would think that in those yeah. teacher and student books that they would put more no school stickers like five pages at least <laughs> yes yeah. uh, exactly um, yeah trash day I'm always looking yeah. for that too Okay, so what else do you have? Just tell our listeners that maybe don't know your, your shop. What else do you do on your shop besides, like, custom lettering? Okay, well, I've also made um, enamel pins. So I have five different enamel pins. I have uh, one that says jamming on my planner from, yes. you know, Parks and Rec. <laughs> yes, Parks yeah. and Rec. And then I have... My famous, uh, I have a wax paper enamel pin, you know, me and my wax paper. Uh-huh, so, yes. <laughs> and then I also have planner earrings that I've had in the shop. They're just cute little books, enamel planner earrings. So that's like hardware. And then I have <laughs> stickers, of course. They're um, die-cut stickers, not planner stickers that I've designed um, I also have, I basically just like to design stuff and then find stuff to put it on. So yeah. <laughs> I also have <laughs> apparel. So like sweatshirts and t-shirts like planner, you can, um, it, like there's shirts that say jamming on my planner or <laughs> planner babe or yes. whatever. And I then, need that one. Um, sweatshirts yeah. <laughs> and pencil cases and totes and stuff. That's all. Um, basically you can find it. Oh, and mugs. I love mugs. I yes. Mugs. Yes. So Yay. I have a bunch of mugs. You can get stuff on it. Um, I just, people, I like to take input from people, like what they want to see or what they like. And then I make it and I put it on things. Um, I do a lot of it for fun. Um, just cause I enjoy creating stuff and I enjoy 
seeing people uh, with it and having fun and enjoying it. So um, that's basically all that's in my Etsy shop. But in my Patreon, I have um, more planner stuff. So um, that's where I have, based on the tier you have, you can get monthly, you could get a wallpaper. It's all themed the same month, so it all matches. And when it's all together, if you're at the higher tier, you'll end up with a phone wallpaper, two coloring sheets, a planner printable, a die cut sticker, and planner stickers. So that's all more planner stuffs there. But it's just it's just fun. I've always liked to draw um, and letter and stuff like that. And for me, I need that creativity in my life. I went a long time without it um, as I became a mom and everything. And when I got back into planning and became creative again, I realized just how much I needed it. So, mm-hmm. And then yes. being able to bring it to you guys, um, to customers and see how other people use it and enjoy it. That's just like a whole another level. Like that's just even more exciting to me. I mean, when people tag me in something and they're wearing a sweatshirt or something that I made. It's just so cool. Yes. Oh Oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I bet that's just amazing. And am I right in saying that you have go wild merch also? Yes, Yes. I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember. I I think I remember that in a group chat somewhere. Yes, I do too. I remember it too. Yeah. There's a, there's different, um, I have a postcard from Planaheim and stickers and there's a magnet and stuff like that. So yeah, I have go wild stuff too. Nice. Seriously. It seems like that what you do is you just like have fun. Yeah, exactly. You draw what you want and then put it on. That is my number one. (laughs) Like that's my number one tip by far. Like, yeah, I'm just that kind of personality where if I'm not enjoying this, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> like, yeah, I won't make myself do it. I'll procrastinate. I'll avoid it. I'll find something else to do. Um, so I have to enjoy what I'm doing um, in order to stay motivated. So, yes. yeah, it's definitely a fun time. I have to like what I'm doing. I have to like the stuff that I make. And yeah, it's that's my number one rule. Love what you do. Otherwise, why would you want to do it? <laughs> exactly. Same. I'm yeah. there with you. Yeah. I just, I think that that, I think that that is so awesome. And, you know, just certainly perfect for this, like, boss babe series that we're doing. Because, you know, just to to decide, well, I'm just going to, like, make stuff that I like and, you know, see what other people like and, make that too and just put it out there and I, just how fun like and I can see how that would be so exciting to see somebody tag you like wearing a sweatshirt that you made like that would be so yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh yeah, that makes me want to get merch special. for our shop Leanne I know we have got to <laughs> do it and, you know sitting and like there was a time like back early at the beginning of the show where I sat down with some of those like t-shirt companies and merch companies and like took our logos and like put it on things and like moved it around and tried stuff. And that was fun, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, um, yeah. and it was fun to do. And, you know, thinking about like, well, people would probably like a coffee cup. Yes. You know, or a Getty Tumblr or something yeah, like that. Cause people like mugs and, you know, like trying to think about like things that people would really like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, you're just, you're really inspirational because like you totally. just have fun, like doing what you want to do and you know, you're doing it for <laughs> all the right reasons, you know, like yeah. to have something that's like just for Allie, you know, and it's like, yeah. it's your creative space and people love you. Like people love they, your stuff. We love you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, of course Thank we you. do. We have, we, she's on our show. Of course we do. That's right. <laughs> um, but I uh, think your people say that they want to like start a YouTube channel or like start an Etsy shop just to be like, have as their business. And I always I kind of cringe when I hear that because I started YouTube to make like pennies, of course, but like, because I, I loved it and I had a, and I still love it and I have a passion for it, but um, I think, again, you're doing everything because you love it, not necessarily to make, like, a huge profit off of it. Yeah. Which I Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I love well, all of that. And, you know, if you can make a little bit of money doing something that you love. Or a lot of, a lot of money, but I feel like yeah. the passion part has to be there first. And that's yeah. what I feel for sure. Definitely. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. I just think I mean, that. Yeah, I think there is also, I mean, I enjoy doing it. I really like doing it. But there's also, you know, um, especially as women, I feel like we aren't know our worth enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And to say, hey, you know, I am taking I I do have some talent and I'm not ashamed to say it. And I am taking time out of my day to create this. Um, right. And so I do deserve to be compensated for that. And I feel like um, with women, sometimes they're expected to give all of themselves for free or give all of yeah. themselves for very little. Um, and I, while I do love it, love it, love it. And I do also recognize that part as a woman entrepreneur that you do deserve to be paid and yes. um for your time and your talents as well for sure for sure oh, oh my gosh yes. yeah. well and I feel like so, also when we become mothers like there's this like societal guilt that comes on like that is placed on our shoulders um that we're taking time away from you know quote our yeah. motherly duties to do something that's exactly. just for us and I feel like yeah that you have a really good balance in, you know, knowing who you are as Allie, but also knowing who you are as a mom and really giving value to both of those things. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, I also, I just, I don't think I would, I find joy in creating and everything and I find joy in giving. Um, but I feel like if I didn't really love it, um, I also would have a lot of guilt about leaving, mm-hmm. you know, less yeah. time with the kids. And I mean, if you're forcing yourself to do it for the dollar, right. like, you're like, oh, sorry, kids, I have to go do right. this right now. Yeah. Um, and you're like, and you don't really want to. But if you really love it and you see it almost as like a self-care mental health thing, like mm-hmm. I do, like when I draw, it's like I'm in the zone and I get to zone out. And so it's kind of like, okay, kids, I have to go do this. And I'm like, right. yes. And I turn on music and I close the door and I'm like, you guys go kill each other. And I'm going right. <laughs> to. There's three of you. I expect there to be three of you when I come out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the things that was so hard for me. Like when I was really, really deep in it, like making a YouTube video every day and constantly posting on Instagram is that like my kids 
Well, my son didn't care because like I've said already earlier in the show is that he doesn't care about really anything as long as, you know, he's, yeah. Um, but, you know, Hannah was like on me all the time, like, when are you going to be done? Are you almost done editing that? Are you almost done making that video? And she comes in in the middle of videos and I'm constantly having to edit her out. And, mm-hmm. you know, like she just, she made it so hard for me, you know, to, to really enjoy it. Right. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that maybe my time will come later when she's a little bit older and she can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right yeah. now she's just like, you need to be paying attention to me. And when you're doing this planner stuff, you're not paying attention to me. Right. I feel yeah. like something that helps me in that department um, and not not to say that this helps everyone, but really like batch editing and batch recording. So I record like a month's worth of videos at a time. Well, that's a bit of an oh exaggeration. Not that many, probably two weeks <laughs> ahead of time. Um, uh-huh. at, at least a week for sure with playing with me's and stuff like that. Um, but I make sure that I have content set and edited and ready to go. And I dedicate kind of like a full day to that, like one weekend day. And then all of my other like free time is really kind of dedicated to family. So I think the the batch recording is something that has really helped me because Harrison's little too, and he is similar to Hannah and he just wants all of my attention all of the time. Yeah. So I think that is something that's the only way that I can make it work right now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if it was important enough to me right now in my life, then I would figure out a way to make it work. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and but I, you also and have I a lot that. of other stuff going on, too. But there's a lot of other stuff going on right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just when it's time for me to, you know, come back and, and do it again, then I will. It's just, you know, yeah. I I still am around and I right. still see everybody and I still see you, Allie, and I still see, you know, what Caitlin does and whatever, you know, what everybody out there is doing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just, you guys inspire me and I, I don't see myself ever having an Etsy shop. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that you've done it the right way. Like I really mm-hmm. do. Like, I just, I, I just really admire like, thank you your business plan I mean, part, I mean I know that some of like the like one of the examples is the planner stickers like that I don't offer it in my shop people are always asking and everything and for me I know myself well enough I cannot do that cricket stuff yeah. <laughs> right yeah like, that's like an example like I know how much work that takes um it takes a really long time to get those stickers printed and cut and everything and I know it could be a real headache with the layouts and everything and for me with my personality I just will never do it no (laughs) yeah that stuff's Uh -uh. not the fun stuff for me I mean that's why I started um with digital stuff at first when I opened my shop and if I had to do it that way I would never ever ever um do it I would I would probably quit. I mean, I admire all the people who can do that, but I can't. And with my Patreon, I outsource it. I order um, stickers um, from a company because I won't do it. I don't (laughs) like it. It's hard. Yeah. I I feel like like it also goes to what I was saying with your worth. I don't feel people charge enough for those stickers for how much time they put into them. I mean, and I also feel like planner people won't pay what it what um they deserve either right like just I like mean, leanne was they talking put about so earlier. much mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, it was shocking like they put when so I first much time it was shocking when I when I first entered the community because I didn't know what I was getting. Right. Yeah. You know? But I do yeah. feel like but now but I, I do feel like it's know? still a good deal. Like what people are offering, like with shops, yeah. like big time shops, like the Glam Planner, like. Her kits, I think, are way underpriced. Like, I feel like a lot of these shops are. And, like, Kita's stuff, yeah. like, at home with Kita, like, her stuff is, like, incredible high quality. I know that she does, like, a lot of quality control on it. Um, and I feel like she almost even undercharges. So, I'm, I totally yeah. feel like and I feel like <clears throat> they're forced to charge that much because <clears throat> people won't pay more. But I feel like they're not paying themselves enough. Yeah. You know, totally. So like to me that's where I like draw the line. I'm like exactly. eh. I'm like I'm not gonna be doing that. So right. But it's <laughs> a whole other piece like trying that. to cut and ship and um like thankfully yeah. people like Kita have, you know, or her husband that helps and she said she hired one person. But then I look oh. at other other shops like um like Tiff from Villa Beautiful has like a whole staff, but she does I mean yeah. way more than just not just stickers, but like she does so much um with her shop but like I can't imagine it evolving into this thing where you have like other people and you're like assigning tasks you know that's awesome yeah I'd love to just skip skip the middle part and go to that (laughs) I know I would just love to record videos and not have to edit them (laughs) like I would love to have somebody else do that hire you you find an intern at high school uh audio visual club (laughs) and you don't pay them that's you right. say it's an internship and you have them do it. But there then, then the control freak <laughs> me is like, but are they going to edit like me? <laughs> See, that's my problem. Yeah. Like, I would love to outsource the editing of this podcast. Right. Exactly. But I have this like controlling nature and I'm just like, well, no, they won't do it just like I do it. Right. <laughs> you know, compliment you on your podcast editing skills. What what? <laughs> and people uh, ha- like when uh, I think we had Stephanie Fleming on. She was talking about how it was really well done. Someone else, even another guest that we had on, said that it was really well done too. You know what? Some weeks it's good, and some weeks it's it it, it is touch and go. It's like <laughs> you know you know what I mean. Like I I have I have weeks where I'm just like man, I really really nailed it this week, and then I have other weeks where like I listen back on uh, like on. Apple podcasts. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I really could have done that. You know, like I critique myself. I do. Um, (laughs) And, you know, there've been, you know, sometimes there'll be a mistake in the recording that I don't catch. And then somebody else will tell, will let me know. And then I go correct it. And, you know, just little things like that. But it's, it's something that I'm learning how to do and I enjoy it, you know, like I enjoy the process. So I don't mind doing it. And, um, you know, it's one of those things, like you said, Allie, like if you didn't really like doing it, mm-hmm. you know, then it would be, you It'd would be feel harder. guilty mm-hmm. about like it taking you away from your kids and like all this stuff. Because like, yeah, Hannah yeah. gives me a hard time when I record the podcast. She gives me a hard time when I'm editing the podcast, but I don't care because I love this. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it makes a big difference. It does. I'm just like, well, you can have, you know, you can say whatever you want, but I'm going to keep doing this. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah. Keep it, keep it moving. And your kid, your kid's going to notice that too. I mean, your right. kid's going to see that you're enjoying what you're doing um, and what you prioritize in the end. I mean, if you're miserable, 
and yeah. forcing yeah. yourself to do it. And yes. You're you're not just miserable, but you're also taking time away from them to go. I mean, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they'll notice my that. Kids, yeah, my kids see that I get excited to go say, "Oh, I gotta go do this," and I'm happy to go do it. So, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. And I think that I think my oldest. Not that. I'm not gone that long either right. when I do yeah. it. Either, so <laughs> totally. I think my oldest though, it might be getting the wrong message because I was like, "Okay, so like, what do you want to do for your career when you get older?" And she's like, "I think I'll be a YouTuber." And I was like, "Um, we should like." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, my son is nine, and he says the same thing. Yeah, he, he wants to be a YouTuber when he grows up too. I yeah. Know. And I was like, "Well, that could be like your hobby, but you're gonna need something else to pay your bills at least at first. There are plenty of people who make a career at it, but." I don't know. I don't think sending her out into the world with that <laughs> is a great idea. Well, I I just tell him I'm like that's not a job. Yeah, that's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and he's like, "But it is." And then he names like all of these YouTubers that he watches and I'm just like, "Well, it's their job, but that's it's right. not a job." Right. It yeah. can and, be a job, but it depends on the person. So now when he says it like he'll be in the car and he's like, "I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up." And Hannah goes, "That's not a job." because <laughs> she's heard me say it so much and I just hear it come out of her little seven-year-old mouth and I'm just like your sass mouth back there right exactly. <laughs> so you guys do you know what time it is I do know what time it is what time is it tell us I don't know if Allie knows what time it is <laughs> it's currently page time Yay! I never fill that out yeah. <laughs> I, say, no, I really miss having it in my planner just like looking at me even if I fill it out or not I miss having that in my happy planner I make one every month in my <laughs> I make yeah. a list I make it just mm-hmm. as a list it's kind of sad yeah I make one I, I like <laughs> I like looking back on these sometimes and um you know so Allie did you when we sent you the notes did you think about these ahead of time or are you just going to kind of go off the cuff uh I thought about them. Okay, all right, cool. Okay. Some people do and some people don't. And then yeah, some, some people come with full pages of notes and some people are like, I'm just gonna wing it. Oh my god. Yeah. Um and so Caitlin and I will sometimes interject with what we're currently doing too. Uh-huh. Um just we don't steal the show too much, no. but you know, just just a little, you know, some sometimes we'll pop in. Yeah. Um but anyway. <laughs> So let's go ahead and start with um, what are you reading right now? Reading. Okay, so I am the worst reader. I like to read, but I can't find time to read. So I have like three books that I've started. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and they're very different. So I have the plant, what's it called? The Stephanie Fleming one, the mm-hmm. Plant a Happy Life yes. or whatever one. Yeah. And then I have Busy Phillips. This will only hurt a little. I love Busy Phillips. Oh, I love her. I love her so much. And then I uh, have Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Cool. Look at you. They are very different. A little different. (laughs) But see, I, I almost feel like that a person could 
potentially be reading all three of those books at the same time and they not interfere right? with each other. Yes, okay, totally. Okay. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Check not it like next year to see if I've finished one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's okay. it's not it's not like you're reading Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, and Emma yeah. all three at the same time. Oh my no, gosh. No, no, I no, took no. a class where I was reading all those at once and you can take this Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. So no, like I think that those genres are different enough that like you will make it through some of it. You will make it through. Yeah. I know you will. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Thanks. So those are interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still just reading emails. Gosh, so. right, girl. <laughs> I'm not that's, reading a single thing. That's pretty much it. I'm not. I'm not even pretending to be looking for something to read. I'm like, Ooh, let me write down the name of a book that might be good. And I like I think know. about maybe trying to read it. I'm just no. so tired. Oh my gosh. Like I can't imagine like trying to read a book right now. And that's something that <laughs> my husband and I do together sometimes uh, because he also has dyslexia. And so, and I'm a, a, a pretty strong reader. And so I read out loud to him. Um, so that's something we've always done. And so we've always had like a book that we're reading, but right now, we just, we do not have a book at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I have nothing. And I'm not even doing well at reading the emails, if I'm being no, honest. I'm struggling. <laughs> like, so at least you have, like, at least you're pretending. Like, you are yeah. thinking about it. You're thinking about reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thinking about it, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what are you planning right now? I know we're in quarantine, but are you planning anything? Uh, holidays, Christmas. I got the Christmas uh, uh, happy planner box thing. Yes. Oh my oh. gosh. So I have the holiday planner ready, and I've started Christmas lists for the mm -hmm. kids and stuff. So slowly dipping my toe into that water, and then tomorrow. Oh crap! I just realized <laughs> tomorrow is my husband's birthday. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I guess I should start planning something for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you have you're 12 welcome. hours. Yes, you're, you're welcome. welcome for that reminder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I think that um, a lot of our guests this time of year, when we ask this, are going to say that they're planning for the holidays because the holidays are going to look a little different for everybody, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my kids have been asking. They're worried. They don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are we doing for Christmas? And right. I, I mean, it's their level of worry is funny. Like the oldest is worried, you know, they're not going to see family. The middle is worried that he's not going to get presents. And the youngest yeah. is worried Santa can't come. So I know. Like I, I told. I told my kids that we're going to leave a mask out for Santa also with the cookies and oh, milk. There you go. Nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's nice. I love yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean, we're it's not a, doing the elf on the shelf this year. I am kicking that guy out. No, he's, yeah. he's no, look. I, he's. Did you see the quarantine boxes on Etsy? He's the quarantined. Glass yeah. cases. You yeah. can get the where when he comes, he has to stay in the case for 14 days. So that eliminates 14 days of having to do anything for him. I no, think that's I'm, genius. I'm stealing Leanne's idea because she always tells her kids that they're just too good. Only the bad kids need the help. Oh my God. Uh, okay, so here's what happens. Here's here's what happens. It starts like around probably mid-October. I start getting to where I can say. Okay, you guys, I heard from Santa. 
and <laughs> you've had a rough year and you're on a short list to get an oh. elf. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, you're not on the list yet to get an elf. <laughs> but a couple more of these little nonsense shenanigans that you guys pull in here. And Santa is sending you an elf because they believe that they've never had an elf because they're well behaved. Right. Ah, smart. Yes. Uh, we've never had one. And every year when I see other people having to do that stuff, I think, I think my lucky suckers. I never got one Look at those suckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You bought into that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing no. it this year. I have, in fact, uh, trashed them all. They are all gone from my house. Well, and Yay, my 13-year-old has recently discovered that Santa is no longer a real entity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, sorry for anyone with kids in the car. Um, that did not was... just get said. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> you have to believe to receive, Caitlin. That's right. But I, okay, so, but like, she was very firm in it. And like, I felt like she was just like staring me into my soul. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, I had, had to like let her in. And, but I was like, if you tell your brother, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> If you tell your brother, you will never have a Christmas again. But I feel like it's like a fair age. Like, I feel like that's like the time when she can be more of like a, a gift giver than a gift receiver. Like, She's I a feel Santa's like helper. Yeah. You become yeah, a exactly. Santa's helper. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Once you reach a certain age, you go from a Santa's receiver to a helper. And But believe me, know. she's still going to take a Santa photo every year. I don't care if it's just a man in a suit because mama needs the yeah. Santa photo. Except 2020, we're not doing a Santa photo this year. Which is no, crazy. ew. Don't. That's just oh. how you get the Rona. Oh, gosh. Oh, but Dude. so sad. I love a Santa photo. I have photos of them both like being afraid of Santa and crying, which I think are really adorable. Maybe other people did not think that's cute. Nah, man. <laughs> Sure. That's the just one, ones. It's just one errand to mark off my list that I don't have to do. Do not have to go see Santa because <laughs> of the coronavirus. So I am 34 and my younger brother is 30 and we have taken a Santa photo every year for my mom. Oh my since God. We were wow, that's crazy. So it's like a thing in our family. I <laughs> love Santa photos. Yeah. But she guilts us every year and she says that's the only gift that she wants. And so we're like, okay, fine. And I kind of look forward to it as this like time when I get to like spend one-on-one -on -one with my brother because we don't hang out like that very much. So it yeah. is kind of a nice thing that we do. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's sweet. I like it. Yeah. So mom. Okay. <laughs> so what are you watching? Um, well, I just finished watching Evil on Netflix. Ooh. That one was interesting. That's like, uh, it's about a psychologist and a priest, and they look into, like, evilness for the Catholic Church. That one Ooh, was interesting. The little Halloween, Halloween theme -y stuff. And then my go-to during the day, like, I have during the day, like, background noise show. For when I have to get stuff done. But mm -hmm. that's stuff that I watch all the time. And I know well. So right now that's Parks and Rec. Yes. Leanne does that too. She <laughs> yeah, has like yeah. on the loop. For like the fifth I do. time. Mm -hmm. And then uh, at night with my husband. We've been watching Justified. 
I don't know. Oh, yes. That. It's I an have, old show. I with Timothy but... Olifante. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. He is sexy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he is very. He is a beautiful so, man. Yes. Been, we had never watched that one, so that's actually one we agree on pretty well. Like we have very different tastes. Like Forrest likes. He just finished Sons of Anarchy, and he likes Homeland and Jack Ryan and that stuff. And I'm like, uh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but Justified has enough of that violence. It's more suspense than super violent, and it has some humor, and it has Timothy Oliphant. So. Yes, he is <laughs> something else, let me tell you. Yes. Yeah, yeah I have, okay, so I've started that show a couple times, but I just have never been able to, like, fully invest in it. So it's I need good. to, like, yeah, I need to, I need to try again, because that one is, yeah, I've, definitely. I've been meaning to watch that one, so... Yeah, that's that's interesting that you we've, said that. We've left it for like a week and watched something else and come back and it's casual. You can come back and go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next, Caitlin? All right. Up next. Oh, this is my favorite one. Um, what are you eating right now? Um, it could be right Halloween now or just like candy? a craving. Yeah. Halloween candy. Halloween. Oh, <laughs> what is your favorite? What is your favorite Halloween candy? Um, Snickers. Snickers. <gasps> did you know that's actually the most popular one? I did a Kahoot with my class, and that Ooh. was the most popular one that people actually really like. Really? Oh, that's well, nice. Snickers. That's a that's a classic for it sure. Is. Yeah, that's yeah. the name of my parents' dog. Oh, that's a cute name <laughs> for a dog. Well, Caitlin's Caitlin's favorite is anything by Reese's because she yeah, loves chocolate and peanut butter. And peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my oh, actual nice. favorite that well, they make the is peanut the peanut butter Snickers. I love peanut butter Snickers, girl. Oh my gosh. There's oh, nothing wow. like the Reese's peanut butter though. Like I am fully aware that it's not like actual peanut butter that you would spread on yeah. bread, but it there's Very nothing chalky. like it. It's so yeah, good. There's something about yeah. it for sure. Yeah. There's yeah. there's some kind of Reese's like peanut butter candy bar. Yeah, they do have like a bar situation. Not that good. I do not recommend. No, I like that. I like oh, that. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes, I was actually. So, so, okay, so Caitlin says yes, and Spice says no. Yeah, no, no, the other way around. around. Flip that. <laughs> no, my favorite product though is the white chocolate peanut butter cup. Ew, oh, really? Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Or the dark chocolate ones. Like I like a little the weird. I like chocolate. The best ones are the Easter eggs or the Christmas Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I do love the so ratio chocolate, chocolate to peanut butter, peanut butter ratio yeah. is mm-hmm. better. For so sure. I, I agree with you there. I'm it's with better. you there. I know. It's yeah. Oh, so, and do you know if you're going to send me. <laughs> what do you I love? Miss this. I missed this year because my kids didn't trick or treat. And it's usually the only time I ever eat them because I steal them from my kids bag is a hundred grand. Those are. Yeah. I never get those except at Halloween. I never buy those just like at the grocery store or something. But whenever Uh they're in the Halloween thing, hundred grams are good. Yes, they they are. are. And I forget about how good they are because I usually eat like the popular brands first, like the Twix and the Reese's and the Snickers. And then they're like at the bottom and I'm like, I just want some chocolate. And so I open it and I'm like, I forgot how good you were. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, yeah. You know, what's really good is a Kit Kat. 
Yes, I do love oh, a Kit yeah, Kat. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, all right. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Halloween candy. Uh huh. We approve and could talk about it for like the next 30 minutes. We um, love talking about food. We do. We talk about food a lot. Um, okay. So, what are you loving? Uh, I'm loving our puppy so freaking much. Oh, like I always was a dog person more than a cat person, mm -hmm. but I wasn't like a dog, like a fur mom kind of person. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause I didn't grow up with dogs. I've never had a dog. Um, yeah. And so, but now this dog I am obsessed with. He oh. is the sweetest thing. I gave him his first bath yesterday oh. and he snuggles with me and he's a puppy. So he naps a lot and we nap <laughs> and we play. He learned how to play fetch. And oh my gosh, I am obsessed with this dog. Now I totally get it. Like people yeah. who love oh. their pets and their dogs. I was missing that my whole life and now I totally get it and I love that guy so much I love oh that is so, so cute so sweet <laughs> yes that's awesome well, I'm right there with the you I never had a dog growing up either I'm there with you oh well that's yeah. how Caitlin feels about her ducks they run and play <laughs> and true. snuggle they come inside our ducks come inside we are like weird duck <gasps> people yeah <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> it is, except ducks do poop a lot. So there's a lot of like cleanup and <laughs> and towels about and that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh. Do you eat element. the eggs? We do, do yeah. So we get about three eggs a day. So they lay about one egg a day and we do eat them. So they're really good. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I really like duck eggs, but be careful if you ever try a duck egg. Some people are allergic to duck eggs, but not chicken eggs. So. Oh, oh wow. interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Fun fact. All right. Well, a hard <laughs> transition here. Um, what are you dreaming right now? Uh, COVID being gone and going yeah. out and doing everything normal. Mm. Going, like there were all these plans that were canceled. Like we were going to take my youngest to Legoland for his birthday and that was postponed, and we didn't get to go to the beach this year. Same. And uh, I'm just dreaming of going out and being normal. I know. <laughs> I'm right there with you. And we have been about on the same level of lockdown that you have been, like, just quarantined. We're only seeing my parents, like, when it's an outdoor visit. We haven't really gone into anyone yeah, else's same. house. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm there with you. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm same ready for it to be over and for, like, it to have not crept its way into all of my favorite television shows. I know, right? Yeah. You know, it's like now everybody on TV is also quarantined and is wearing a mask. And it's like, you know, like all of the new shows that are coming back because now that it's fall and all the new shows yep. are coming back yeah. off of summer hiatus or whatever, yep. they're all wearing masks and talking about coronavirus. And I'm just like, no, I want to escape <laughs> coronavirus while I'm watching TV. I know. And like, uh, what was that one? Okay, where they re where the red capes? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's that show on Hulu. I can't remember. Handmaid's Tale. It yes. like was postponed for so long oh, and I've yeah. been wanting to watch it. 
I know. I love that ruining my life. Yeah, all the production is delayed and moved. And my brother-in-law works in uh, audio for movies and TV shows and everything. And all the different stuff he's had to do to try to still make everything um, happen on time and stuff. And it's just like the the dubbing and stuff that they have to do is interesting. I bet. Yeah, everything's delayed. All the reality shows are weird. Have you got? Do you guys watch Housewives and stuff? <laughs> I don't, but I watch um, Married at First Sight. And the most recent season, they were like in quarantine for six weeks longer than they normally have them there. Yeah, the the Housewives when they do like the interview sessions or whatever, usually it's like it's usually produced like with good mm-hmm. sound and makeup and cameras. And no, it was like, it was like zoom video and stuff. Oh yeah. Yes, I know. So, so how are you feeling right now? What are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling, hmm. Oh, I'm always exhausted. Yeah, (laughs) I'm feeling ambitious. I have some plans for my shop and business for 2021 that I'm excited about that I'm looking forward to. So I am moving towards that. So we'll we'll see how that stuff works out. But I'm feeling ambitious. Like I want to branch out into more for sure yeah i can't wait to see what else you're gonna do because we love your stuff so much i love that answer too yes (laughs) all right what are you listening to right now um well i finally this is like this shows my age okay i'm like an elder millennial which i (laughs) think is weird (laughs) because like i'm like seriously how like because my niece is 20 and she's a millennial and I'm like what do oh, I have in common with my yeah. niece like we're both we're on the opposite ends like I think I'm like barely a millennial by two years and she's like the last year or something what year were you and so okay. it's like uh 83 oh okay and so yeah. like I'm like how do I have anything in common anyways yeah. so <laughs> I, I'm an elder millennial and the technology I always think is really interesting because um we were born with it. I, I mean, we were born with some, but then we mm-hmm. also, it came along while we were alive. Growing up. Internet yeah. and all that stuff. And and we weren't the kids who were born into it. Like our kids right. now who can use an iPhone when they're two years old. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> That's insane. So anyways, that all that to say that I finally figured out, like an old lady, how to put all of my songs onto one Spotify list. Yes. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge accomplishment. That is. That's a great I one. All these separate playlists. And then I was like, well, what if I want to listen to everything at the same time? And so I finally figured it out. So I've been obsessed with that playlist. And I have just about the most eclectic taste you've ever <laughs> heard. Nice. So it's like, because I have music to me i mean it could be the worst song ever but if it has a memory attached to it then i yes, like it so like, absolutely my playlist goes from like dixie chicks to michael bolton to mxpx to like yeah yeah <laughs> to like the temptations to the beatles the, like it's like all over the place so that's what i i've been listening to my entire spotify playlist lately that's awesome <laughs> 
And that's congratulations awesome. on figuring out how to do that. That's, that's yeah. fantastic. Yay! I was so excited. <laughs> it was hard, too, because they keep changing the app, so I'm there with you. Well, and I feel yeah. like that this happened to me the other day because, like, okay, so I I feel like I really do feel like an old person. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> yes. um, okay, so Caitlin knows that all I listen to right now is Taylor Swift. Yes, it speaks mm-hmm. so, to her heart and soul. I'm not really sure why, but I'm just in like a Taylor Swift time in my life. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no, I know why you are. I know why. <laughs> so there's just a Taylor Swift song for everything. Like it yes. just, just everything that I'm going through right now in my life. Like there's something that she wrote that fits it. So anyway, I always go into my Apple Music and I go to the search and I put in Taylor Swift every single time. And I finally realized <laughs> that I could save all of this music from <laughs> Apple Music into my phone so that like I didn't download have it. To, yeah, like, yeah, I can save it from Apple oh. Music into my phone so that I don't have to just do a search for Taylor Swift every single time I want to listen to Taylor Swift. Like, that is genius. And I feel like that's the equivalent like <laughs> of your mom going to like oh the browser God. and putting in like www.google.com. You know, like if my mom figured out how to record a show on VHS. Yes, exactly. It's, <laughs> we always... We always had to do that for her. How do you yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Yeah, my mom <laughs> won't shop on Amazon because she's afraid that internet fraud will get her credit card number. Oh, so my she, gosh. My mother has me, is like that. So she has me buy all of her Amazon purchases, and then oh she, like, gosh. sends my me money. She won't, she, <laughs> won't make a, she won't make an account on, yeah. like, Target. Like, you have to make, like, an account. She oh my won't God. do it. If it requires yeah. you to make an account, she won't do it. Yeah, oh, that's so I don't funny. want them to. She said last time she said it. She goes, I don't want them to find me and put a chip in me. I was like, What are you talking? About? <laughs> that's my mom's jam. She just doesn't want them to like have access to her credit card number or like I don't know. But I mean, maybe that's legit because I've been thinking about things sometimes and not even typed it in or spoken it out loud somewhere, and yeah. it'll appear appear on my Amazon. So maybe yeah, there is the something chip, to that. The chips in there. yes they're reading our minds that happened to me the other day i was thinking about something and like 30 seconds later a facebook ad popped up and i was like no this is crazy so (laughs) yeah so okay um am i last is this me go for it yeah and you know this is my favorite all right so what are you drinking Okay. Not necessarily right now. I mean, like, just like. Doesn't necessarily have to be liquor either. Yeah. That's not your jam. Wish it was alcohol. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've gotten into uh, hot tea. I I never used to drink it, but I started craving like a hot drink in the evening, and I cannot drink coffee that late. Mm -hmm. So I asked my Instagram followers what kind of hot tea, and I found David's tea. Yes. There's some there are some really good flavors really great teas so my favorite right now is pumpkin chai it is so good and it is so perfect for fall and every afternoon I have tea time (laughs) oh I'm enjoying a little hot tea I love that like an old lady (laughs) I'm still in my tea phase I like to have tea at night oh you do yeah Yeah, just don't spill any tea 
Yeah. <laughs> well, what a wonderful currently page. And you have been the best, coolest guest. Thank you so much. For taking out this time to come and be on our show, Um, can you? Yeah, can you take an extra couple of minutes and like remind everybody all the different places where they can find you one more time before we go? Sure, I'm on Instagram as according to Allie, of course, and then you can watch my Plan with Me videos on YouTube. I have a face group, Facebook group page, of course, as well, and an Etsy shop. And then if you want the extra added perks and access, I have a Patreon all under according to Allie. Oh, and as an old lady, I also have ventured into TikTok. <gasps> oh, I have not done that. You are on the You're game. brave. That's so brave. Everybody so, go look at Allie's uh, TikTok right now. For all of the youths out there. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> like post kind of really quick process videos on there. So I have that, TikTok as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, this has been <laughs> awesome. I know that um Caitlin has enjoyed it too. And yes, you guys, yes. you guys know that you can find Caitlin at creating and chaos underscore official on Instagram. And you can also find her on YouTube as creating and chaos and Patreon as creating and chaos. And she has a cool teacher page chaos in the classroom on Instagram. So go check that out. And you can follow the adventures of her ducks on Instagram at duckingchaos underscore official. That's all the places where you can find Caitlin. And she also chills around at the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram as well. Yeah, I do all of those things. And I'm (laughs) back. I've been posting videos lately. So I have content for you all. But you can also find Leanne at Spice Plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. You can also find her at Spiced Horizons playing Animal Crossing. And then you can also find her um, at our podcast, Spice Chaos, on the Instagram and editing the podcast um, and doing all of the things. So you can find her in all of those places. Yes. So this has been a wonderful way to start November, Allie. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for being here. Yes. Thank you. So you much for having- Oh, you're so welcome. And you are such a boss, babe. You are such an inspiration. And I just love everything that you're doing. And I am just your number one fan. So just, you know, this has just been such a dream. I've wanted you on our show for so long. So this Mm -hmm. has been so awesome. So everybody out there in listener land, have a wonderful, wonderful week. And be safe and kind and all the things. And um, yeah, we'll uh, see you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.